0: Hi everyone my name is Gabby and I'm Charlotte and this is trunk Trunk talk Talk. it's coming at you live from a trunk of the Kia EV9 now With that being said, I think we should do a little disclaimer. This is our very, very first podcast episode, and we just want to be straight up with you guys from the start. So, Charlotte, take it away.
1: Like Gabby said, this is our very first episode, and this is something different than what we've done before. For those of you who may be new listeners, Mm -hmm. and some of you who may actually know us from our YouTube channel, the Kia Hyundai channel on YouTube, you're probably like, hey, this is a little bit different. For those of you who are new, uh, we just want to let you know that... Gabby and myself, we are employed by Brantford Kia, Brantford Hyundai, and Owen Sound Hyundai, so we are in that world. But this podcast is really focusing on all things automotive, all things cars, everything relating to the auto industry, and a bunch of different makes and models too. We just love to talk about them. We want to bring you guys some information. And uh, for those of you who may be interested specifically in Kia or Hyundai, check us out on YouTube too. Mm -hmm.
0: So for this podcast, it is going to be pre-recorded, or Mm -hmm. recorded, so you can watch us in video format if you choose to do so. This is great for our current YouTube subscribers, because you can still see us talk, you can see us laugh, Um, it's a lot of fun. But also something new that we're tackling, just the podcast world, we're excited to see your guys' questions, answer them, and kind of have discussions with you. Our whole goal for this podcast is something that you can listen to on your drive to work, maybe, or if you are watching it on YouTube, maybe just... While you're not driving, hopefully. <laughs> now, um, again, so like Charlotte mentioned, we're not going to take a bias on these videos or these mm-hmm. recordings, but we will give you real world situations that we encounter because, like she said, although we work for Kia and Hyundai, we've driven just about everything. I've driven some pretty fancy performance vehicles, yep. supercars. I've also driven some real lemons. So, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and we just we love to talk about cars,
1: so let's do that. Now. I think we should talk about today's topic. Yeah, so this is pretty prevalent. It's currently January and we are in Canada. So one thing that we've got is harsh winters. Oh, yeah. So what would you say is the biggest thing that we need to tackle in Canadian winters? So a
0: huge debate that we hear, and whether it's I used to work sales, something that customers would say is I need something with all-wheel drive or um, I've only driven front-wheel drive, I need all-wheel drive, that kind of thing. Charlotte, today's debate is between all-wheel drive and front-wheel
1: Yeah. Do you really need all-wheel drive, or is there a winner between the two? Hmm. You see, we've got option A, we've got option B. But the winner. But the winner. It's going to surprise you, so stick around to the end. We're going to talk about what we think Mm -hmm. the actual winner is and what is really going to make a difference in your winter driving. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, let's get into it.
0: Let's get into it. So I'm going to give some background perspective of me as a driver. I'm on my third front-wheel drive compact sedan. So I've always driven low, small cars, not crazy horsepower, I know, pretty fun, right? But all these vehicles, they've all maintained that one thing in common. It's front wheel drive, it's low, it's low, and it's Canada. We get snow, lots of it sometimes, and sometimes we don't get any of it. It's it's a little crazy. One thing I've had consistent with all those vehicles is a good set of winter tires. And considering my drive to work, I drive about 30 to 45 minutes all highway. And the highway that I drive on has a lot of open fields. So you can imagine on a snowy day, there is a lot Mm. of blow off from those fields, lots of drifting snow going onto the highway. And a majority of the time when I'm driving to work and there are accidents or there's cars in the ditch, I see trucks and SUVs in the ditch. And I always see fancy alloy wheels on them and not the typical steelies that you see in a lot of Canadian cars. So I know you guys can't see it right now, but there's a carnival right beside us on steel steel wheels with winter tires. Winter tires is the winner today, in my opinion. But Charlotte, let's talk about your driving.
1: Yeah, so a little bit of context on what my daily drive is, is for as long as I've been in the auto industry, which has been several, several years now is I have driven demos. So I've driven everything under the sun when it comes to winter driving. I have driven compact vehicles that are you know, only front wheel drive. I've driven them with winter tires, without winter tires. And now, now that I have kids, I'm entering into that phase where I'm pretty much driving an SUV as a daily mm-hmm. drive. And that's what I've got right now. I'm currently driving a Sportage that's all wheel drive and I do have it equipped with winter tires. I've also driven SUVs that are all wheel drive without winter tires too.
0: Um, one thing, and I mentioned this to you earlier, and a great technician of ours told this to me when I was considering buying an all-wheel drive vehicle. Now, the price difference between the front-wheel drive video, video vehicle I was um, debating and the all-wheel drive was quite drastic. Yeah, re- Honestly, that's the reality. All-wheel drive vehicles are typically more expensive, and of course, there's reasoning for that. Um, and he said, you don't need all-wheel drive. And I said, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's time. Maybe I got the money. Let's upgrade all-wheel drive. And he said, it's all-wheel drive, not all-wheel stop. And that sat with me. (laughs) Because, again, all-wheel drive gets you going. And that is great for someone who maybe lives somewhere where the plowing is not good. And you got to get out of a snowbank or um, a little bit of hump of snow or slush, that kind of thing. Maybe if you're someone who lives in a very mountainy area, all-wheel drive, I would say, is probably a must for you. Mm -hmm. But someone like me, who lives in a big city where the plowing is pretty on point... I've never run into a situation where I was limited by my, by my front-wheel drive car. I do think front-wheel drive cars sometimes offer a little bit better stability when it comes to turning, mm-hmm. just because there is no improper use. I find a lot of people don't know how to use their all-wheel drive vehicle, and I'm hoping you can shed some light on that.
1: Yeah, for sure. So. Like I said, I drive an all-wheel drive vehicle. Now my husband, he has a front-wheel drive vehicle. So we have both in our household and I've driven both um, even last winter, even this winter, even though we don't have any snow right now. <laughs> yeah. My drive is I am actually one of those people who encounters the hump of snow that you have to get over every time. I live on a really narrow street and people park on the street. So when the plow comes by, it all gets piled up in my driveway because everyone else after my house doesn't have a driveway. So when I say it's piled, it is I got a (laughs) a giver when I'm trying to get over that hump to get to work in the morning. So that is probably for me one of the biggest advantages of all wheel drive and I've done that again with and without snow tires. It's, you know, I've been able to get over that no problem. Now my husband who works in Hamilton, you know, roughly 30, 40 kilometers away Mm -hmm. is his commute. At five in the morning, I've also had to get up and dig his car out. That way he can get over the hump. Yeah. So that's where you see a little bit of difference. But just yeah. like what Gabby was saying, too, is all-wheel drive, it it gets you moving. doesn't necessarily get you stopping. stopping. Yeah. So there's also been, you know, of course, instances where you can lose a little bit of that that control where people don't know how to utilize their all-wheel drive system and even the different components of their all-wheel drive system, too. Mm-hmm.
0: And we would love to hear your experiences if you're someone who has driven both vehicles, maybe only driven all-wheel drive, why you choose to continue on with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I see like some of my family members live in areas that they don't have a paved driveway and mm-hmm. it's kind of a trek to get to their house. That, you'll probably need all-wheel drive or even a 4x4, which again is something completely different. Let us know if you want an episode on 4x4. All right, (laughs) Um, uh, I think I want to list a couple benefits of front-wheel drive vehicles, just because there are quite a few. Um, Number one is price point, and that is going to be in two separate sections. So purchasing price. Usually, front-wheel drive vehicles are going to be a little bit more affordable than their all-wheel drive counterpart. Like, for example, the Kia Seltos, it starts off as a front-wheel drive vehicle, and then it is a $2,000 upgrade to go to the LX all-wheel drive. Now, $2,000, for some people, may be a lot of money. For some people, they may think it's worth it to get all-wheel drive. Totally up to you and what your driving is like. Mm. I will also point out that the other affordability point of all-wheel drive is the fact that it will consume more fuel. Yeah. Yes, and servicing the all-wheel drive system can also Quite costly. (laughs) So that is a little um, price difference there. And of course, the amount that the all wheel drive system is going to cost you for fuel is going to vary on the vehicle. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Kia and Hyundai's all wheel drive systems because they vary from other manufacturers, like let's say Subaru. Yep. Charlotte, do you know what makes them a little bit different? Gabby, tell me more. All right. So Subaru is. Famous. I feel like the words all-wheel drive and Subaru go hand in hand. They're synonymous. Yes. The only Subaru available in Canada without um, all-wheel drive is the BRZ, so their sports car. Everything else has symmetrical all-wheel drive, which means it's symmetrical. It's not a front-wheel drive bias. Now, Kia and Hyundai and most other manufacturers, typically, they operate in front-wheel drive until the rear wheels detect slippage, and then it will incorporate some power to the rear axle. And that is going to emphasize fuel efficiency, but still giving you the benefit of an all-wheel drive system. But then things get a little bit confusing
1: when they add in things like a locking differential. Yes. So, Charlotte, take it away on the locking. Oh, the locking differential, yeah. (laughs) So that is something I've used. I mean, if you want to get, you know, that equal torque distribution to all of your wheels, you can definitely utilize the center locking diff. It's great when you're able to use that and you have the button available to press in your vehicle. But uh, a lot of people can think that that means that you're putting your vehicle into four by wheels, four by four, yeah. which it's different, you know, four by four, you're consistently getting that same, um, torque to each mm-hmm. wheel, whereas all wheel drive, it's still going to be a split. Yes. So those are some of the, the differences, but I've used that too, yeah. even with trying to get over that hump, if I need a little bit more of a, a push,
0: a big disclaimer i want to make about the locking differential and a lot of people don't know this my mom doesn't know this and she's worked in the automotive industry for forever mind you she is an accountant so she doesn't work on the uh, exploratory side of things but that locking differential is not meant to be used at highway speeds or crazy crazy speeds it's meant to get you out of hairy situations so like charlotte's driveway for example she has to get out she's going to put her vehicle into the locking differential mode yeah. and that is going to give her the power she needs to get out um also great if you're crawling through maybe a hill that could be yeah. very very icy um those are benefits where you use that locking differential otherwise you'll just use your typical vehicle's automatic all-wheel drive system it will control everything for you especially on the Kia hyundai side yeah. of things um i think they're very good systems.
1: I think when it comes to the locking dip, really the max that you're supposed to be operating at is like maybe 25 okay. kilometers an hour, like just enough to give you that boost, but it's then bring it back down afterwards. Very, very low speed.
0: So um, do you want to give some benefits of maybe all-wheel drive just by itself? Like yeah. not even in just winter driving,
1: just yeah, I mean all-wheel drive in itself, you know, it is it is gonna give you that power. Um, with snow tires, it's gonna be a monster in the snow. Another thing about all-wheel drive is it probably gives you a little bit more of that peace of mind, too. A lot of yes. people just, you know, are looking for that. Just that can feel be comfortable. bad sometimes, though. I it will can say be bad, <laughs> but I also think it's something that's priceless. So when yes. you're comparing, you know, the price benefits, and this is from someone who's driven both, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you're shopping for a car, when you're driving a car, I do believe it is a bit of an emotional connection. Mm-hmm. You want to feel good. You want to feel safe when you drive it, too, and that can give you a little bit of a, a boost. Maybe it's even a placebo effect. I don't yeah. know. But, <laughs> um, another thing, just in all-wheel drive in general, is When you are purchasing or selling a vehicle with all-wheel drive, because all-wheel drive in Canada is valued so highly, you're probably going to get a higher resale value.
0: Yes, that is a great point. Very, very good point. Um, One thing I want to comment on. So you mentioned the confidence. Like I mentioned earlier on in this episode, half the time when I'm driving into work after a snowstorm, everything in the ditch (laughs) is an all-wheel drive. Or a 4 by 4 sort of vehicle. It gives
1: you the confidence to go, not the confidence to stop. Exactly.
0: And that's what I meant by it's all-wheel drive, not all-wheel stop. When you do encounter something, it's typically not when you're accelerating, which is typically what all-wheel yeah. drive accelerates in, right? Accelerates. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Let's say something runs out on the road, there's a sudden slowdown. That braking is not going to make a difference. The only yep. thing that's really going to help you out when it comes to stopping in snowy, icy, sleety conditions winter tires winter tires are formulated with a specialized rubber compound to withstand colder temperatures it's not going to consume the tire the rubber Mm -hmm. as bad as a regular all-season tire would so that's why it's always recommended to switch to your winter tires once temperatures drop below seven degrees celsius anything higher than that will start to eat away at the rubber it's not meant for warmer weather Hence winter tires. Went for the cold. Do you know some other
1: differences about winter tires? Do you want me to talk about it? Yeah, keep going. I mean, there's tons of different options when it comes to winter tires yeah. tires, how they affect, you know, your EV, how they affect your gas vehicle. Yeah. There's so many there's so many things just on uh, winter tires specifically. But. I
0: think price ranges very mm-hmm. hugely too. Some people will think my car has all wheel drive, I'm not wasting the money on winter tires. And that I think is not a good way of thinking. Oh yeah. That is what I mean by the false confidence. Yeah. And those are the cars that are in the ditch, mind you. Uh decent set of winter tires can run you maybe about a thousand bucks you don't mm-hmm. need tire pressure sensors unless you want them um and that for reference is that kind of annoying orange
1: light that stays on all throughout the winter <laughs> if so. you don't have tp in a, yeah. tpms in your actual yeah wheels
0: um so having two sets of tires actually yeah. extends the lifespan of both wheels because yeah. you are swapping them seasonally so your all-wheel drive or not your all-wheel drive oh my goodness your all-season tires are going to last longer than if you were using them
1: Throughout, yeah, all season that accounts for your tire rotation. Mm-hmm. You're all set, and then you know another thing is people talk about, oh, you know, I don't like the look of them. Well, you can buy a set of alloys if you want for your winters. You can just put them on steelies. Yeah. No one's gonna judge ya. Mine's mine's on steelies. It's fine. And
0: I gotta say, at least here in Canada or Ontario specifically, it's not unheard. Like everyone's driving on steelies for the yeah. most part. Like unless you have a, unless you got a lot of dough and you want to buy nice alloys, (laughs) no one's going to judge you. And at the end of the day, it's safety and that is priceless. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And of course it is cheaper to buy all seasons than to, or not all seasons, winter tires than to upgrade all-wheel drive. That's just a little thing I want to throw out there. That is true. Um, So another thing that makes winter tires a bit different is the tread pattern. So I mentioned the um, rubber compound, but the tread pattern is gonna have a lot more splices and biting points. So that allows the tire to actually kind of dig into that snow in just harsh conditions to give you better grip. I did see a test, I believe it was by Consumer Reports, where they um, utilized, I think it was a 2016 Honda CRV, so a very popular selling vehicle. a, the stopping distance with it's regular all seasons and then with a fresh
1: set of snows and it cut the stopping time in half. I believe that. Well, because Which, like when you're looking at the tread pattern is you can visually see how aggressive it it's is. It's very too. grip yeah. grippy. <laughs>
0: um also the tread is deeper as well too. Mm-hmm. So that allows the snow to kind of hold uh, the vehicle to hold on to the snow so truly grip it. Um, it also has more exits for slush to be pushed yep. out of the tire. So it's not holding on to yeah,
1: gunk. Not your drive up on. everything. Yeah, so I think that covers a lot of. That covers a lot of what our real winter is today, and that is yes. going to be your winter tires. Yes. Um. Did we talk about some of the? You know, we've talked a little bit about the disadvantages of all-wheel drive, namely, you know, mm-hmm. cost, stuff like that. Have we talked about the disadvantages of front-wheel drive?
0: So when I think of front-wheel drive, the only real thing I can think of is if you are someone who, like I mentioned earlier, lives somewhere that's hilly, um, and those hills get icy. You're not going to have that get-up-and-go that an all-wheel-drive vehicle has, Mm -hmm. so it may not be worth it for you in those conditions. Um, Another thing, like Charlotte mentioned, if you live somewhere like Charlotte's where your driveway Mm -hmm. gets packed in or maybe the plowing in your area is just not on top of it the way living in the city could be, all-wheel drive is probably going to be your best bet because it will actually allow your vehicle to push through those conditions. One thing I want to say, though, is also the type of vehicle you have varies. So there are a ton of all-wheel drive sedans. On the Kia yep. side of things, we have the Kia K5. Love so that car. you think sedan, great fuel efficiency, all-wheel drive, all-wheel drive, you know, I'm good for the snow. Throw a set of winter tires on there and, you know, Bob's strong, cool. But when we think sedans, they're low to the ground and winter tires is not going to stop physics. So if you have very, very heavy, high snow, that car, although it has that extra power from the all-wheel drive system, the winter tires, it's not a bulldozer. It's not going to push through the snow.
1: I gonna, if, if those tires aren't on the ground and you're stuck in the middle, yeah. <laughs> you ain't going nowhere.
0: And that's where something like an SUV, which again, extremely popular in mm-hmm. Canada, comes in handy. You get that extra ground clearance that allows you to go over higher banks of snow. Yeah. And I don't recommend off-roading, off-roading our cars. These are not 4x4 four four. on the Kia or Hyundai side of things. They're not, not four. They're not meant to, you know, go into dunes. and. Although
1: we have done it in the Kia Telluride. Yes, Believe it was a lot of fun.
0: Not. And it was very capable. But um, obviously we want everyone to be safe. Yeah. And um, that's where something with a bit more ride height does come in handy if you're someone with lots of divots. Maybe you yeah. live on a rocky road that you don't have a paved driveway.
1: Hey. Yeah. The biggest thing that you're gonna wanna take away from this is what does your daily drive look like? What are the intentions behind buying your car? And this is the same for so many different factors when it comes to purchasing a new vehicle, driving somebody else's vehicle, everything along those lines is, how is it going to be used specifically for you? Because Gabby and I can talk about ourselves and our differences and the stuff that we've experienced. We love to do that. Yeah, We love to do that. (laughs) Narcissists over here talking about ourselves. (laughs) But really consider the factors and then just weigh them against each other. And ultimately it is an emotional connection. Do with what your budget allows and where you feel safe and confident driving that vehicle and have fun doing it. And the last takeaway, get winter tires. Get winter tires above all else. If you are not getting winter tires, come
0: on. All-wheel drive is not an exception for winter tires. Yes.
1: Come see us, we cannot be get it set up. We're not sponsored by any tire brand or anything like no. that, but we will help you find some tires if you want.
0: <laughs> and I think we're probably Ending off today's episode. Yeah, we're, we're still feeling it out how long we're gonna make these, but again, we want it to be for a daily drive. Um, I want to end it off with a fun fact, and this oh, is not geez. Kia or
1: Hyundai related. Enlighten me. It's Lamborghini related, Ooh, which, which we often cross shop those. I, you know, when I am looking at a Kia Forte, usually I am looking at some an aventador or something like that
0: you know (laughs) they're very comparable so let's talk about it i'm gonna write it or read it just because i wrote it down lamborghini introduced one of the first all-wheel drive supercars can you guess what it was Ooh, what is it? it was the (laughs) count contact sorry guys i'm sick um in the early 1980s and it featured lamborghini's vicious traction or vt system i think that's very nicely named
1: i love it when you know Mm -hmm. companies use stuff like that as for naming vicious traction like do you want vicious traction? Absolutely, in my I do. Kia Forte.
0: With of my course, Kia Forte I do. With
1: my winter tires, yes. So, winter tires, vicious traction. Yeah,
0: that's my new name for winter <laughs> tires. Uh, so, I really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. If you're
1: watching on YouTube, don't forget to leave it a like. If you're watching it on, if you're listening to this, where you find your podcast? Yep. Please subscribe, uh, rate this show. It means the world to us. We really appreciate it. Um, If you want a little bit more content from Gabby and myself, uh, check us out on YouTube at the Kia Hyundai channel. We have all different types of videos there, whether that be car reviews, whether it be tips and tricks, comparing EVs, everything along those lines. Yeah, we do everything. everything. We love cars, and we love to talk about it, and hopefully you guys were able to take that from uh, from today's episode. Mm-hmm. Another
0: thing I want to add in, of course, we didn't really have any questions for our podcast because this is our first one. Woo. We want to hear what you guys have to say, what you have questions about, so we will link or talk about mm-hmm. our social media. You can find us at Brantford Kia on YouTube or the Kia Hyundai channel. That's also the link for our Instagram, Kia mm-hmm. You can also find me at Gabby underscore Kia. From there, you can feel free to DM us, ask us questions, and we'll be sure to include them in our next podcast episode.
1: Well, until then, thank you guys so much for joining us in the trunk and for trunk talking with us.
0: All right. See you next time. Bye.